0: On today's show, we'll explore and break down debt-to-income ratio, why it's important, and a proven way to pay off your debt effectively.
1: We're untangling financial issues. Welcome to Your Finances
0: Untangled with Mo Pare. Hopefully you can tell from this conversation that I am I, I take things very seriously, but I'm laid back.
1: Mo is a financial advisor and partner with
0: Cloudvestor. You may want to do some reallocations based off how you're currently invested. This podcast addresses financial issues for all ages, from those just starting out up
1: to retirees. It's your finances, Untangled. Untangling your finances. Welcome into the podcast, Consumer Advocate Dave Perkins with Mo Param. Mo with the fiduciary firm that is recommended nationally by Dave Ramsey. That is Cloud Vesters. But you can learn more about at cloudvesters.com. We talk really everything financial here. Mo covers it all. And today we're talking about debt. Debt is something we've yes. all experienced, isn't it, Mo? How are you today,
0: by the way? <laughs> I'm good. How I'm are you doing? good, Dave. I love when you talk about debt, how your voice just dropped, <sighs> right? I mean, that seems to be the way everyone talks about debt. It's it's nothing to, uh, you know, yeah. it, it doesn't really excite anyone to actually talk about these, this this part of their finances. But it's a reality, right? It
1: is. It is. And it, it's, um. I've made good strides. So I'm, I'm feeling much better about it because you can just be, you can get yourself in trouble to drown in it if you're not careful.
0: Oh, my gosh. You really can. Yeah, it can it can really suffocate you and just, you know, and just impede your ability to grow and move, uh, to, to exceed to progress with your financial life, with investing, with, you know, even things like having fun and vacation. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, sometimes you can't even enjoy it when you know that, you know, when you get back home, the you'll open up your mail and you'll oh. you'll have, you'll have this nice visa bill waiting yeah. for you, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> you just can't enjoy your time while you're on vacation, right? So that just really has a, a way of just you know you're just being a slave to an to the creditors, right? Well, it's,
1: it is it is true, and especially, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll, I know you'll break down the the worst debt, debt from bad to good if there is any good. Well, there is some good debt, I guess, to get into, as long as you play the game right. But that's what we're looking at, debt-to-income ratio. And, Mo, mm-hmm. i got to tell you, I have put pen to paper and figured that out <laughs> for uh, many times. All right, what well, this month I'm going to have this much coming in and that going out. Uh, Hello, ramen noodles. Uh, what's that? Yeah, that is old school. It, it is old school, right? Yeah, actually, uh, I, yeah. I use my phone to calculator on it. But yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> what is right, so? What
0: is debt to income ratio? Oh, that's funny. The debt to income ratio it is your the the amount of debt that you have in relation to how much income you bring to the table, mm-hmm. right? So it's a ratio of what what creditors are looking for is really a sense of what is your ability, right? What is your likelihood to repay any money that you're borrowing? And so one way they look at it is, well, let's take a look at the debt that you currently have, you know, like the, how are you, the debt that you currently have in place, let's look at how much of your money on a monthly basis is going towards that debt. And now let's take a look at how much income you're bringing in and that is their debt ratio is con, is referred to as the debt to income ratio. okay and, and so really is your hmm. ability to, to repay loans Well, that makes sense that they would look at it that way and
1: then uh, so they're, they're looking at or you've got and we'll break this down, but he's got right. this much already obligated to pay and this much coming in. He's going to really be squeaking mm-hmm. by if he were to be able to make this. Uh, these right, payments. Right. Uh, so how do you calculate it? What's the, I mean, it, you, you think it's simple math, right? And you just look at what's coming <laughs> in and what's going out on your debt, and, but you're not counting your essentials. You're counting
0: your debt, right? You're looking at your debt. That's right. So we're, we're looking at debt, you know, things like credit card bills, rent, your mortgage, uh, student loans, auto bills, personal loans, right? You mentioned there's some good and bad debt, right? Some people may consider student loan good debt, purchasing a home good debt, uh, but it's still a debt at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So you, you add those together and what your monthly payments are, right? So if you have a mortgage of two grand, car note of 600 bucks, uh, what a credit card, your minimum credit card payments of300 dollars, right You add that all up and now that's your total monthly bill pay mm-hmm. bill payments, right? So that's how much you owe every month on a minimum basis going towards debt. Now we look at how much money you're bringing in gross, right? So how much money are you bringing in gross is it, and then once you take a look at that, essentially you divide how much is going out versus how much is coming in. And that's your ratio. Okay. So, for instance, right. if you owe twenty five hundred dollars a month in debt, and you're bringing in five grand, mm-hmm. right? So you divide the twenty five hundred by the five thousand. That gives you 0. 0.5. That means you have a fifty percent debt to income ratio. All right. 50 so essentially, 50%. half of your income is going towards
1: debt. Is that is fifty? What, I was going to ask, what is what's a good percentage, and is fifty good or bad? Uh fifty's not good at fifty is not good at I mean, all. I was guessing that, but what all right, so let's say when a creditor looks at it, what percentage are they looking at to see if you're loanable?
0: Uh, so it it varies depending on the lender, the type of loan, and the the size of the loan, right? Mm-hmm. But we if if you want to keep it safe, right? twenty percent or less okay. is, a, is, that's is a good is a good number, right? It's a good number to to be at. Um, anything above forty three, forty five um, percent is is not really that great, right? Especially if we're looking at a loan. I mean sorry, especially if we're looking at a mortgage, mm-hmm. right? If you have a debt to income ratio of like that fifty percent I mentioned before, you're and you're gonna, now you're looking to right. purchase a home, it's going to be tough. Yeah, that's gonna, it's be, gonna tough. be
1: tough. So all right, and and we're going to get to how how do you improve that if you are there? Mm-hmm. So, you, you what do you, you're aiming for? Like, is twenty? Is that I mean, even lower? I guess if possible, but twenty percent. Yeah, you can get lower.
0: For- yeah, if you can get lower, that's awesome, right? If he, if you can get lower in the ten to fifteen or to zero, right? If you have zero, that's yeah. that's even better, right? But if you can if you can manage it at a lower at a lower ratio, right? Because some. The, the the idea is it's the ratio right so in some aspects it's like yeah well i bring in 20 grand a month mm-hmm. right gross so that's someone who's making you know almost a quarter million dollars yeah. right and so you may think that wow that person is bringing in a lot of a lot of cheese a lot of lettuce to the table. <laughs> but if 50 60% of that right is going towards creditors it's that's tight right that is that is not a ideal situation to be in versus right. someone who's bringing in 100 grand but 15% is going towards debt True. who's, who's grand better off who's better off yeah but yeah. here's the reason i ask
1: uh, do you want to get a too low because and i think we've talked about this before you actually do want to have to have a good credit score you need to have the ability to rack up the debt without racking it up right because i told you one time i was going to cancel a credit card and somebody said no don't keep it just don't use it you'll hurt your Mm -hmm. credit score if you cancel it so is, is that that's true right
0: Yes because if one of the, one of the factors into your credit score is longevity of credit you know how long have you been in the position of borrowing money right So if you've had a credit card at for 20 years or so right mm-hmm. that's 20 years of, of history of, of credit and so all of a sudden if you s- slice it off you just sliced off you know 20 years within just, the calculations of your of your okay, credit score gotcha so okay. um, so you don't want to so if you are if you're you know if your credit cards are paid off right and you just don't use it right you can cut it up you can put it in a freezer you can <laughs> shred it right but just don't close the account <laughs> don't close it, it keeps don't close it right um but yeah but it keeps your so that's one thing right so the, the long one of the factors is the longevity that you've had credit
1: this is what confuses me though because if a, a creditor or lender if they're looking at your debt to income ratio and let's say it's really good but they see that you have the ability to max out a credit card at 50,000 or whatever they don't mm-hmm. really factor that in because you haven't done it yet but I see I would think but they could do it they might do it <laughs> You see what
0: I'm saying so if Yeah you, uh but also one one of the things too is 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 available credit right that's another uh-huh. factor when it comes to your your credit score is you know how much on based off the available debt right so let's take example you have $50,000 spread across multiple credit cards right mm-hmm. but you only have a five thousand dollars balance, well, your available credit's forty five thousand. So that's actually not that bad. Okay. When it comes to your ability, so I'm not a lender. I don't. I don't know if they actually go into the point where, well, you do have that room for to, to max out at another forty five thousand. It's more of well, you have it, right? And so you haven't done it. You haven't done it, right? And so <laughs> it would be hard for someone to 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 well lender to to forecast that you're going to do that right, right. Um,
1: they don't know but well they can look at what you have done in the past and say well they're they they have not been really i mean they've been pretty disciplined with it it looks like i don't mm-hmm. know how deeply they
0: look into that and analyze it yeah because your credit score really is in the your ability doesn't really measure your ability to manage money It just represents your ability to pay off debt, Uh or how do you manage debt versus how you manage funds? It may sound the same, but it really isn't. So, uh, as a lender, you know some lenders are more lenient, right? Some lender. I just saw the other day. What was it? I think it was the state of Illinois Mm -hmm. where they put a man, not a mandate. They they capped off the the interest rate that lenders can charge their citizens, which is at thirty six percent. Good gracious! They already yeah. captured that
1: right, right. So, so there's that like the, you know those paycheck loan places. Those-
0: yeah, those payday loans, payday loans, those title loans, right? I was yeah. just reading the article. It, it just reminded me. I was reading the article, and some of these payday loans were charging like hundred plus percent interest. Oh, get a hundred! <laughs> I'm I am not kidding you. I mean, I will what? send you the article. Well, no, crazy. I mean, listen.
1: Nothing would surprise me. It's just shocking. I mean, you, yeah. So you you would get what your paycheck would be, and then when you do get paid, you got to go give it all. Well, wait a minute, you go. <laughs> you give it all. Wait a minute, you pay back what you borrowed plus the Same amount,
0: plus more. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, that is crazy. crazy. That is, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So they capped it now to thirty. I think it's thirty six percent. Wow. So, so you can see some lenders will will lend you money, right? They they'll be a little more lenient. Um, You know, something that has uh, the more secure the property is. You know, like uh, unsecured debts. Mm -hmm. You know, like a personal loan. You know sometimes can be a little more lenient Um, uh, but yeah it's it's that is one again one of those things that you definitely want to keep your debt to income ratio low uh, because for a couple uh, on a multiple reasons is also because you work hard right we all work hard right? right on a daily basis and we're striving and busting our tails to generate an income we don't want all of that or you know a good portion of it just going away to pay off debt right and making you know these credit card or these lenders they're more you know richer especially if right? you're just
1: paying the minimum and you're just paying interest really
0: right and that's just yeah i remember the debt to income ratio is just your, your your minimum right what if you're actually spending more right and actually what's i mean paying down more and what's actually going out is more than your actual debt to income ratio uh-huh wow okay so we the
1: breakdown on it and that's that's how you you calculate what your debt to income ratio is. And it's just something that you really need to know and keep up with. I know a lot of people, do you think people keep up with it? Like, or or they just, you know, I'm, I'm drowning
0: in debt. I mean, the first step is to know, right? It's the first know. step is to know. First step is to know is to just to be honest with yourself and you can't do anything about the past, right? You've you're in the situation. You're in the, you're in the mud right now. So just be honest with yourself and i would even go old school like you did dave you know write it down mm-hmm. this is this is how much i owe right no judgment on yourself this is how much i owe here's how much i'm bringing in here's my monthly payments and then now it's okay let's 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 find a game plan let's find a way to address and attack the debt because if your income is going to stay steady right if you don't see yourself improving or increasing your income so that income portion of your of the ratio is going to stay the same. Now, how do we improve the the debt portion? And that's and that's, that's, and that's, that's, that's that's what we do. Well, that's what you're going with. to
1: do in the next segment here. You're going in attack mode. We're uh, Mo is going to give tips on how to attack that debt and knock it out and yes. improve that debt to income ratio. That is coming up on Your Finances Untangled. Close to retirement. Holistic financial planning in all areas, including taxes, estate planning, insurance, cash flow, and budgeting. They even offer customized personal websites for clients. The technology of today while still maintaining that human touch. That's Cloud Vesters. That's cloudvesters.com. Your finances untangled. Mo Param of Cloud Vesters. You just heard about this great firm, and it is a, a virtual firm with a human touch. And I know that uh, Andrew Nida, when we do the radio show that Mo is also a part of. He does the best job explaining Asset Management Group, and uh, that's the firm that's more of the brick and mortar, traditional, Atlanta-based, and and Cloud Vesters. And a lot of your clients are were were original Atlanta clients, and they moved, so they were able to remain clients and keep that relationship. Going through vesters
0: That's how that's how it started. You, uh, here in the South, here in Atlanta, uh, we have a lot of neighboring states that are that that a lot of clients tend to just go to go to after retirement. You mm-hmm. know, Alabama, Tennessee, Florida. But we also had clients that were going across the country. But. They wanted to keep the same relationship with their advisory team. They t- didn't want to go and look for a new advisor, a local advisor, you know, have to repeat the same story over again, um, especially if there was nothing wrong with the, what we were doing. It was just more geography right. being an issue. So we created Cloudvestors. you know, play on words, mm-hmm. but we're able mm-hmm. to bring the best of both worlds, use technology um, to continue relationships with our clients, but still have the human approach. Right. It's not 800 numbers you're calling. You're going to speak to someone very, you know, someone new all the time. This isn't a every an advisory team that's just yours for the time being. This is your advisory team that's with you no matter where you are. Now, do I have it right? If I when I say if someone has
1: just stumbled upon this podcast and wherever they are, they could become a client through Cloud vesters They could be. Yeah. OK. They could be.
0: I mean, we have clients. I mean, we have uh, not clients. We have listeners in different parts of the world, right? We have listeners in uh, Germany. Mm-hmm. We have listeners in France. Uh, what is it? Algeria, Egypt. Uh, Netherlands. Uh, yeah, Netherlands. then e- For the podcast
1: out of Egypt.
0: Yeah. 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 So, yeah, don't, don't, don't. We, we, as a firm, do our best to not let geography be an issue. Okay. Right. If if we can service you, if you're looking for help and you think we're a good fit for you, we'll make it work. We're looking at debt, and Mo explained how to calculate your
1: debt-to-income ratio and what potential lenders are looking at. And now, first off, a little reenactment of me when I said I put pen to paper calculating my debt-to-income ratio. and. Here, here's me oh. putting <laughs> pen to paper. And you see, I'm still adding. Uh, and that's not uh, income I'm adding. In
0: there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Dave, are you still there? Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, <laughs> there it is. Woo. Sounds like a typewriter. Oh, God. Uh, I've, uh, I've got one of those old fashioned adding machines. Yeah, so, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And here's a little sound clip of all my creditors. <laughs> <laughs> when they're looking at the, what i have to pay them each month oh man But you know it... what no i'm working on it and i told you i've made some strides in that and that's always good and and it's all about don't beat yourself up put it down <clears throat> on and see what you're dealing with and then just go to war let's go to war mo what do you
0: think yeah, put you on ready? the combat boots, put your put your armor on and let's go to war. And let's attack the debt. Let's right? do it. And what let's are do so it. what Okay, we know
1: now our situation and we know we need to approve it. And I know uh and also we're going to put a link up to a Dave Ramsey article as we mentioned Cloudbester's recommended nationally by Dave Ramsey
0: and he's got a great article on this too. But what is the snowball method? Okay, so the sm- snowball method is... Is a way to pay off your debt. So for those who, who know and listen to us and are clients of ours, they know that we are a recommended firm through Dave Ramsey, one of the smart investors. And so Dave Ramsey has baby steps. Mm-hmm. So baby step two is paying off your debt, right? And so one of the methods that has seen the most success over time Proven record, proven track record is the snowball method. It's a debt reduction strategy. So what essentially the snow what snowball method is, is you order your your debts, right, from smallest to largest, and you just pay it off in that order, right, from smallest to smallest largest. Smallest to largest. Regardless of interest rate.
1: Okay, you know, so I'm picturing the
0: snowball as rolling down the hill, getting exactly. bigger as you're knocking off debt. Yes, and what's that snowball doing down the hill? It's building momentum. Yes, right? yeah. So it's almost a psychological thing because I believe financially, like if you look at just the numbers-wise, it is better to pay off the, the one with the largest interest rate first. Like right. if you just look dollars and cents. Yeah. But what happens, is it's almost a behavioral thing or or, or a psychological thing Knock if it out. You just feel knocking, like you accomplished you know, something. You're, yes, you're seeing these accomplishments. You're seeing these mini accomplishments, which, you know, trigger something in your brain to say, let's keep going at it. Let's right. keep doing this, right? Versus if you had this large debt that you just – Yes, you're attacking it, but you're not. I mean, hundred thousand dollars, right? Even if you put ten grand on top of it, you're it's not still 90. seeing it go down, and you get <laughs> you're frustrated. You go like, "I'm never going to do this." You're oh, that makes gonna sense. Knock it right. out!
1: Like I conquered it. I conquered it.
0: I conquered it. Now yes. on you,
1: to the next battle.
0: Yes, you slayed that dragon. Now <laughs> right. down to the next dragon, right? Exactly. But that's what the snowball method really is. The first one it's, was a little lizard, actually, but <laughs> yeah, the first one was a little chameleon. <laughs> right. Uh, but we're moving know, up yeah. no actually that really makes sense it right does. So you take your 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 so you line them all out right you line up the smallest balance right then you look mm-hmm. smallest to largest then you pay the minimum payments on everything but the smallest one so everything but the first one you, okay. you pay your minimum payments and then you go crazy. And find extra money in your budget or a second job or whatever it is. And your goal is to pay off that first debt. Minimum payments for everything else. But your smallest one, we're going to go ahead and attack it. Every extra dollar you have goes towards paying off that debt. And then you cross it off once it's paid off and you rinse and repeat. And do the same thing until everything's paid off. And, yeah, that way you don't get discouraged. You feel like you've accomplished something. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's freeing, right? So the other day we uh we brought on a new client and they're in their early 50s and between student loans, cars and everything uh and other commercial debt, they're they're at close to 250 in total, mm. right? And Uh, good income right good income Mm -hmm. but just before meeting before working with us you know they had some bumps in the road and he led to where they are right now but at 50 you know the runway to retire in their minds right they're only they want to they want to retire somewhat early right Mm -hmm. early 60s so we want our clients to be as debt-free walking into retirement as possible Mm -hmm. so you know we, we built a plan Uh, to reduce some of their investment strategies that they're doing uh, currently. And let's go, let's go attack this debt. Right. Had to be honest with them. Had to be hard with them. Had to, you know, almost grab them by the shirt and say, you know, this is what, if you're going to work with us, right. Because you're hiring us to do a job and our job is to see you have financial success and financial freedom down the road. We have to attack this debt. It may not be something you like, but that's what you're hiring us to do. And so I'm guessing you said they want to retire a little
1: early, so they're looking at a what twelve to fifteen year timeline here to knock the, it out yeah, twelve fifteen
0: year time frame to knock it out and you know we can do it mm-hmm. right we can do it, but it's going to take it's there's there's parts that I can do right there's things that I can do, but I can't force anyone to do anything right I can't force you to to make that extra payment. I can outline it, I can lay it out, I can talk to them blue in the face. But it's going to take your effort you're going to have to be you're going to have to be the driver in this relationship in some aspects right this is going to have to be something that you need you want and uh you make those extra payments you know you 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 sacrifice in certain areas right you make the pinches here and there so that you know you say no to certain things so you can say yes down the road so it's going to take some it's good it's a collaborative collaborative effort but it's going to take some intensity on your on the client's end to make sure this happens.
1: And if it's a married couple, as you just said, they need to both be on the same
0: page with the strategy. I mean, you they're they're, to. they're going to war. It's uh, they're going to war. Right? Yeah. The more the the more the more troops you have with you at war, the better chance of you winning. Right. So. Uh, we had a we had a podcast not too long ago about money in relationships right so you don't want to hide debt to <laughs> you don't want to hide no. any of your debt with your, no, with your partner um, and in the same token if you as a unit right as a unit uh you want to attack this war together right and so some of it's for support right you know you have a cheerleader next to you that can that's 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 uh supporting you and cheering you as you make the uh, the strides in paying off debt uh, and, and
1: I think you should reward yourself for each one you knock off if it's maybe a three-day weekend somewhere or something like that give yourself a reward yeah you would be yeah. racking up more debt that way but
0: more f- debt yeah <laughs> but, <laughs> I wouldn't say <laughs> a three-day weekend but yeah give yourself a reward right I think maybe, so yeah you know maybe maybe like, like for instance something simple right uh, as an as a reward right so let's say for two months Right. For two months, in order to attack the debt, you made, you ate at home. Well, you made, well, you ate at home, right? You didn't go out for dinner or mm-hmm. you didn't go out for lunch and you brought lunch to work, mm-hmm. right? Let's say you're still, you're going to the office and you brought lunch to work and you didn't go out, right? No drive through, no fast food, no pizzas, no nothing. Everything was made from home and mm-hmm. you brought it to work. And on the second, by the second month, you paid off that credit card. Well, maybe go out for dinner. Yeah. Right. That's that's a good way to treat yourself. It's been so. two months since you've gone out. Go out to dinner, right? You have you've, to You've been yourself. in a position where you you've been saving, right, to pay off the debt. So now don't go to don't don't use your credit card to pay off to, to pay the dinner. You know, maybe treat yourself to uh to to a steak dinner with some of the money that you've been you know uh, saving over time.
1: I have another suggestion too. After for each debt you knock knock off, you call the creditor. That you've already paid the debt off, and when they finally come to you, you go, "Oh, I'm sorry, I don't owe you anything anymore," and <laughs> slam the phone down. Or if you have a cell phone, hit that button real hard. Uh, I like that. You know, that's the like that's that. a lost feeling of satisfaction. We've lost it now with 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 the phones we have. We can't if we're mad, we can't slam the phone down anymore. Right.
0: You, You're you, right. You that would damage your phone if you did. But yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. There's a little bit of a satisfaction of just like hanging up the phone. You get all mad
1: at someone and you're through with the conversation. You used to go, just slam that phone down. And now you got to go, just hit that little (laughs) button. It's just not as satisfying. I got way off base and I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. That's okay.
0: Call your creditor, though, and tell them you don't owe them anymore. Yeah, find, if you're going to make that call, do your best to find a rotary phone somewhere and then slam that phone. There's, there's, there's so, Someone has a rotary phone somewhere.
1: There, or maybe a pay phone. There's got to be one somewhere left around. There, <laughs> there has to be one. There has if, to be one. If you look at debt, if you went worst to best, I, I'm guessing worst would be that 100% payday loan you were talking about. <laughs> so let's just say that's the worst. What's
0: the order generally then? go credit card would come next probably credit cards, you know, personal loans, um, you know, personal loans, especially if it's not because of, you know, financial needs, right. You know, you could lose your job or your spouse loses your job, uh, their job and you just can't make ends meet. Right. So, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll have some grace there. Right. But mm-hmm. I've, I've heard of people taking loans to go on vacation. All right. To right. go That's on, not, take, take yeah. out loans yeah. to, uh, go on cruises take out loans for for weddings oh we talked about that right we talked about that right so these aren't things that you have to have Mm -hmm. right this isn't a life or death situation this isn't a well if i don't have this loan my lights are going to be cut off right so you start taking those, those payday loans credit cards personal loans um then you start looking at auto loans too. You know, even though those may not be as, on an interest rate wise, may not be the the highest, right? But you, you're 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 per, you're borrowing on a you're borrowing for a depreciating asset, right? Right. So uh, that asset, as soon as you leave the dealership, has lost value. We talked about to that too value. Uh, on yeah. the, the the best kind of uh, car purchased. To and make. they extend some of those loans right now i saw the other day someone had a seven-year loan
1: mm-hmm. no right, right. So,
0: auto loan yeah auto loan right so if you just think about it right seven years to pay the car off but in in this world right uh that we live in right now think about the technology the the advancement in technology over the last seven years right, right. the car that you've that you've Worked your hard to pay off is almost like a a relic at that point, right? Because there's so much technology that's being that's being improved and enhanced with your car. We don't know how so, to work
1: on that 2005 model. You're gonna have to head yeah. <laughs> up to the Smithsonian or somewhere.
0: Uh, so yeah, so I'd say car. Um, you know some some question student loans nowadays, right? If you if you think about uh, your your major, right? that you had in college and what it costs you versus what the income potential is for that, for for your major, right? That's true. If you're you're going to one of these fancy schools and paying, you know, 30, you're leaving school with, you know, 40, 50, 60 grand of debt, but your income potential is 40 grand, right? Depending on your, depending on your occupation. I majored in coffee
1: house poetry. Right, right,
0: right. (laughs) Or, 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 uh. <laughs> oh I don't I don't insult anyone. But I know, I was being very art, careful. That's kinda tough, right? I don't think anybody
1: really makes a career out of being a coffee house
0: poet, so I think <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> uh, but, but no, I, I've, I've known people that've gone to they've they've sent their kids to like just borderline Ivy League, right? They're 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 not necessarily Ivy League, but they're right at that cusp. Right, right. right like, close really to great it. schools mm-hmm. paying for it. To be a teacher,
1: right? And listen, I think everybody would agree teachers deserve more
0: than they make. Oh my like, gosh, they do, know. they completely do. I, I, and I've, I've had a a complete, complete found a newfound respect for teaching for teachers uh, with this pandemic. Well, you know, when uh, kids oh, are staying man, at home, no kidding, had to you know be a teacher virtually for the kids and to get their attention to, to just, just, uh, that was tough that was i know, tough. I know right.
1: teachers and, I, and i've heard the stories it's
0: been challenging oh, man it's been cha- it's oh man newfound respect hats off newfound teachers, respect. no doubt i was so upset when they had summers off but now i completely understand why yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. I do too. They they
1: really do deserve more. I guess it's a trade off, but they deserve more money. what well, yeah. this is um, I'm let's go to war on debt. We're going to war on debt. Do you have any war music? I'll get some. Get some. Uh, but because we
0: <laughs> we're blowing up our debt. Good stuff, Mo as always. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, it's one of those topics, you know, it's it's uh, nothing that everyone wants to talk about, right? Like I said, it's not, it's not happy. It's not fun. It's not exciting. It's not exhilarating. It's not thrilling, but the reality is there's a lot of debt going on and surfacing and circulating around this world. So, in order to, to get to the stage, right, in order to get to the stage that we want to be, in order to have that financial freedom, that financial security, that financial independence, Going to war on on these debts or debts that you have is is, is going to – it's just going to spiral you right there. It's going to catapult you to the end zone. Mm -hmm. Um, But you've got to have a plan. You've got to be dedicated. And you've probably got to make some sacrifices. But you're going to look back and say it was all worth it. Well, you certainly will.
1: And, of course, and we'll put a link up to Dave Ramsey's contribution to this podcast today and a great article on that. You can learn more about the snowball method, which makes perfect sense. And so does what you said today, Mo, as always, and I look forward to doing this again. And by the way, you can hear all our past 43 podcasts at wow, com, and just, just keep going back because we're going to keep them coming. Your finances untangled. Let's have something special for number 50. Absolutely. Let's have yeah. another party like the Christmas party. <laughs> we'll do it. Can you do something better than a dulcimer player though? You know what? I will. Okay. I will. I have enough time to plan for it. It's coming up and it'll be here before you know it. Be sure to rate, review, and share this podcast. New episodes of Your Finances Untangled are available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts.